0: Welcome to episode 42 of the Bossy Beach podcast. Uh, this podcast is my first three-way. Um, and no, that's not as exciting as I just made that sound. <laughs> I am chatting in this episode with Mia Farlman from Campaign Del Mar and Shah Higginson, a transformation mentor and speaker. She's an incredible mindset human being. Together, the three of us have put together this event in Darwin, which is coming up on the 22nd of September this year, an epic event for women in business. So if you're in Darwin, absolutely make sure you jump on board that and I will pop the link. To that event in my show notes. But even if you're not in Darwin, what I love about this episode is we actually talk you through the process of us collaborating and putting this event together, which I absolutely love because so often we collaborate with people and maybe there's not an even distribution of how things play out. Sometimes we don't even know how to go about collaborating with somebody. And I think the three of us I've absolutely freaking nailed it in putting this event together. We were really meticulous. Yeah, so we've got lots of hot tips on how to plan and collaborate on events such as this and uh, it can be a beautiful thing. So please enjoy. You're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell, Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women, killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Right, get out of here. podcast. Hi, I am Elsa Mitchell. I am so excited to be here. Look, I'm not going to lie. This is my first (laughs) three-way on a podcast. I am so excited to be chatting with you, Mia and Shah, today. This is like a little bit random, isn't it? We kind of, I reached out to Mia, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. Totally random. Had never even spoken. I think you had popped up on my radar through doing something with Behind the Brands here in Perth and I was like, oh, this chick looks a bit cool. And so the stalking process begun. And one of the things, I've kind of been on this whole you don't ask, you don't get journey this year where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to ask people for stuff that I want. And I voice messaged Mia one day randomly, and I was like, oh, hey, girl. (laughs) I see. Do you live in Darwin? I'm thinking about coming to Darwin. I know someone cool that's moving to Darwin. Like, I just feel like we should do something together. And I threw out a random message and Mia bounced right back at me with, oh, I like your vibe. Let's talk. And I was like, shut up, get out of town. I can't believe this is happening. And fast forward to today and Shah Higginson and Mia, I always don't know how to say your last name, Fileman or Filman. <laughs> and I hear on a podcast talking about an event that we are planning for next month. And we're very excited.
1: Oh, super excited. Thank you so much for that wonderful intro. It is Fileman. And as soon as I got your message, I was like, this is a match
0: made in collaboration, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. <sighs> yeah, I think this, you know, someone once said to me, if it's meant to be, it happens easily. So, Shah and I've actually worked together a little bit in Perth, and I've spoken to Shah one day. I think this all literally unfolded in one day. And Shah was like, oh, I've got to tell you something, actually. It's kind of big. I'm actually like moving to the Northern Territory. And I was like, shut up, get out of town. I'm going to the Northern Territory. And I have been dying to do an event in the Northern Territory. And then I hung up from Shah and started my online stalking and went, oh my gosh, I'm going to message Mia.
2: And Wasn't it funny how our dates just aligned? Like it was kind of at the same time. It, yeah, it just was just too perfect super spooky and so none of us oh Shah and i have met sorry
0: that's not true i was gonna say none of us have met but <laughs> two of us have
1: we should totally grab coffee now
2: Shah. that you're in the N T. well i am i'm not technically in darwin i'm in nullumboy i still don't even know how to say that properly so it's only a one hour flight but i'm not sure i can justify the flight for coffee but definitely mm. <laughs> definitely we'll catch up with you when i'm there For sure.
1: So we have something very exciting planned for Darwinians and anyone else who wants to fly into Darwin. We are hosting a one day business retreat called Mind Your Business and we're super excited about this.
0: So excited. (laughs) I actually, and when you said fly in, I actually had someone from Broome the other day go, Ooh, maybe I'll come. And I was like, yeah, do
2: it. Why not? Like it's like a little Absolutely. tropical holiday that is also tax deductible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's unpack this one day event and maybe we
1: should do a little intro since this is a three-way podcast so that everyone
0: gets a bit of a understanding of what we do. That's a great idea. So, I am Elsa Mitchell and I live in Perth, grew up on a farm outside of Perth and so I have a little bit of a love in my heart for regional and rural businesses. Hence, I'm a business coach slash mentor. I do one-to-one coaching, group coaching and I travel around a lot to places like Broome, Kununurra and... Oh, all over running different workshops and I am a huge fan of live in person showing up events they feed my soul and I also have a huge love for as I said regional rural businesses hence the what kind of birthed this whole hey I'm coming to Darwin idea so I also have my own podcast as we all do and it's called bossy bitch on Tusha <laughs>
2: So I'm Shaw Higginson. I'm a little bit more nomadic, born in South Africa, grew up in France. I've been living in Australia, mostly in Perth for the last 12 years until I moved to East Arnhem Land, where I'm going to be for the next few years. My background is in interior design, funnily enough, but I'm a transformation mentor, shamanic healer, and keynote speaker. So my thing that I do is basically figure out who you truly are and why you're here in this human experience, but also why you're getting in your own way. Because we all get in our own way because of our conditioning, who we believe ourselves to be, all of our trauma and our fears So I help people excavate all of that so they can really show up for their mission with confidence, with ease, because in essence, I really want to change the world. I think it's broken in so many ways, but I have so much hope and I have hope because I can see into people's soul and find what's there. And it's always phenomenal. So what I do is I focus all of my time on figuring out in a very holistic way and very grounded way. I'm not like all fluffy and ethereal very grounded way of coming back to your true self and showing up with everything that you've got and not hiding and not getting held back by imposter syndrome and not being able to set correct boundaries so that, you know, you can have the business that you came here to have and have the impact that you came here to have and be basically on my team of amazing people changing the world.
1: Oh, so beautifully said, Shah. That sounds amazing. We all need that in our lives. I'm Mia Farlan, and I'm a professional marketing strategist with 21 years of marketing experience and I'm the founder of Campaign Del Mar and I teach female entrepreneurs how to create sustainable marketing and specifically marketing campaigns. I am a defense spouse, which means I move around every two to three years and I want to for my customers, what I want for myself, which is to still have a career and to be able to share my gifts with the business community, but do it so that it fits around my lifestyle. And so I want to help people focus on what they love so that they can create a business with impact without their marketing getting in the way, because it is a business necessity to market your business. And I guess I'm just so done with a lot of the advice around marketing in 2022, the over-reliance on social media. And I'm driven by a purpose to help women in marketing work smarter, not harder.
0: Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I think I agree with some of your views on marketing in 2022 as
1: well. Totally. So I think that that's the first thing, right? Is that we're working together because we align on values and that is, you know, the, number one thing that we had to make sure because otherwise it was just going to be a recipe for disaster. Like I don't want to share the stage with someone who's all about, you know, the hustle culture and scaling your business to eight figures and making money in your sleep. And so I guess I was really open to this because I could see that there was a lot of alignment in, in how the three of us work together.
0: Yeah, it's quite a little bit spooky, isn't it? <laughs> it just fell into place. But yes, I have a bit of an aversion at the moment. I keep kind of I'm popping up on my socials going, "Ugh, if I hear launch strategy or glass ceilings or six-figure or five-figure months one more time, <laughs> I'm going to have a meltdown."
1: Totally. Absolutely. So, what can people expect? at this one day business retreat. Do you want to take us through this Elsa? Cause it's pretty amazing.
0: Oh my gosh. I am so excited. So I believe we have agreed to start the day with a bit of a yoga session. Is that um, yes. still happening? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think at our, the way we approach this was obviously we wanted to incorporate the I, I hate the word mindset, sorry, Shah, <laughs> but for lack of a better word, we wanted it to be about, I guess, getting the tangible and fundamental business strategies and learnings and education in front of business owners, but then also incorporating the holistic and focusing on your own deep-seated beliefs, removing or unblocking whatever it is Shah will pluck out of you because like Shah said before, and I've seen it so often in business, is women slugging their guts out, doing all the right things, right? They're Laying all the foundations, the social media, the SEO, the website, but something else is standing in their way. And I see it time and time again. And that's kind of some internal work where that's not my zone of genius. So I like to call in the big guns (laughs) like Shah Higginson to come in because it's to me that is equally as important as anything else you're doing in your business, is that working on yourself. So so pumped for this day because we have Mia sharing her amazing skill set which I'm sure she'll debrief us on and Sha diving deep into our own personal blockages and then me coming up with the foundations I'm a big foundations person I really believe in as much as I believe in everything else as well I'm huge on it's a puzzle that you're trying to solve in business and you need all the pieces of the puzzle there's no such thing as just one putting all your eggs in one basket and you know I think even if you were to come across someone that's become a bit of a YouTube celeb or Insta-famous, you will find they still have all the other avenues. They still have an email marketing campaign, they still have SEO and websites and a various different platforms so I'm a huge fan in working with businesses to make sure that they've got that solid foundation because I truly truly believe as someone that has owned a hair salon and a building company that built multi-million dollar homes it doesn't matter what business you have they all need the same foundations in which to grow
1: I so agree with all of that that is
2: yeah and I feel like it's really interesting to come together as a group and like really you know set those foundations but also you know like you say Elsa like it doesn't matter what kind of business you have it's always the same stuff and when it comes to us as human beings like my particular area of expertise is finding how we're standing in our own way there are so many general aspects to why we stand in our own way the fears that we have and the blocks that we have but there's so much talk about those in a general sense, like there's so many people who talk about that mindset stuff, but they don't get to the story behind it on an individual level. And I feel like that's absolutely crucial for people in in the entrepreneurial world is that your business depends on, like you are the core of your business. Whatever you believe to be true, whatever you believe to be available to you is what you're going to be able to tap into. But what stops you individually Is such a a complex enmeshment of so many other things. And what I find really interesting is that when we come together as a group and in person, we all have somewhat of the same patterns because that's just how energy works. Like, like attracts like, people that we know, that we connect with, have some degree of like a a mirroring of our own experience. So working through that as a group, knowing that you're not alone in whatever it is that's holding you back, can be incredibly powerful because we're creating really – deep, meaningful connections with other human beings. We're not just online listening to, you know, a podcast or an online course or a meditation. Like we're going deep, but as a community, as a collective, and I feel like as women in business, this is an absolute game changer to, to do this work together and to rise together because it makes us so much stronger.
1: So true. And we've just been missing that for the last two years. We haven't had that. So... I'm really excited that we're able to to bring this to Darwin. And so you're going to get a yoga class. You're going to hear from Shah, Elsa, and myself. We're each going to deliver a workshop on our areas of expertise. There's going to be meaningful connection. There's going to be great nourishing food. And it's just going to be an awesome day to fuel your business, but also fuel your mind.
0: Absolutely. And I'm really glad you pointed out the food there, Mia, um, (laughs) because it's a little bit of a joke with me in my events. I'm like, it's all about the food. But also, I can't emphasize it enough about like, there's not a doubt in my mind that there is so much to gain from everything you've just said. But probably even more so is the connections that people will make in the room on the day. The people you will meet, the person sitting next to you, the conversations you'll have with us or the other attendees. One of the reasons I love these live events so much is literally the connections that are made and nothing lights me up more than the connections I make for myself personally. and But the ones I see that come out of it amongst people that just show up and be brave
2: yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a massive aspect of it is being brave enough to show up in person, to be seen, to kind of like ask for help and put your stuff down on the table and go like, hey, like, you know, kind of like brainstorming with people who really know their stuff and go like, this is where I'm at, this is what I'm doing and have another kind of set of eyes or perspective on that and be able to ask those questions in a room of, you know, people who are on a similar journey, like doing like business is not for the faint of heart. And if I could go back in time to when I started my business, like I would have connected so much sooner and earlier with the right mentors and people around me, because I think when we try and figure out everything alone we can do it because we're smart and we're resilient and, you know, entrepreneurs are a very kind of special breed of people. Like we just, we find a way, but there's no wisdom in burning out in the process. You know, that's the old masculine way of doing things. Like as women, We're smarter than that. We know that we get so much power from our own sense of pleasure and joy. And what's more pleasurable and joyful than connecting with people, getting some really good food, some movement and, you know, just heart to heart, soulful connections, I think will bring us so much energy into our businesses and that different perspective. And like, you know, it's like we energize each other and then all go off and create our own little magic in our corners and then come back together and re-energize each other and, you know the more we do that, the better we get. So true. So it's like peer coaching. And because we want to get to those deep moments,
1: we're keeping the numbers really small for this particular event. So I think there's only going to be like 30, 35 tickets. So definitely recommend that if this is sounding like it's for you to jump on to the link that I'll put in the show notes and book your ticket.
0: Amazing. And do you know what I've loved about this process with you guys as well is our planning. And I think that we've got some really valuable tips to share around that today, because, you know, quite often you collaborate, don't you, on events and one person ends up doing all the work and it can be kind of needs to be equally or mutual exchange, doesn't it, when you come together like this. And I feel like me, you've been excellent driver in the organizational side of things with your asana.
1: <laughs> yeah, well this is not our first rodeo is it Elsa. No. We we do these in-person events quite frequently so a lot of learnings from experience. But yeah, let's unpack this for the listeners who may be thinking to host an in-person event in 2022 or beyond because there's definitely some some top tips that we want to share. So the first thing is to make sure that your collaboration partners align with you on your values so that there's a real synergy there in terms of who you choose to collaborate with. And then definitely use a project management tool like Asana or Trello or Monday or Notion, whatever you use, and literally put every single task in that board. And like, we're talking about micro tasks, like anything that pops into your head needs to go, because if it's not on the board, it won't happen. And then it's really good to have a kickoff meeting so that you can make sure that this event is going to meet everyone's objectives. And I feel that in our first kickoff meeting, I was a little bit of a like, look, I'm only going to do this if it's like this. And if it's like this, because honestly, time is really valuable and there's no point in getting too far down this process and then going, actually, this event is not going to meet any of my business objectives. And I didn't say anything earlier. So it was really great to put your cards down on the table and just go, okay, I work almost exclusively with women in marketing. How does that Feel yeah. for you guys and it works and sometimes it doesn't, and you just have to kind of go your separate way. So really be upfront about what you're hoping to achieve out of this so that everyone is on the same page. And then we went through the process of assigning roles and we played to each person's strengths. So, Shah having an interior design background, such a beautiful visually led brand, it just made so much sense for Shah to drive the visual identity for this campaign. Me being local in Darwin on the ground means that it's obviously I'm the best person to source the venue, the catering, also local PR. And Elsa is. Is doing a whole bunch of other stuff that all needs to be done to pull this event together. So, yeah, just really dividing and conquering and having a look through that task list and making sure that it's equal and that everyone agrees to promote the event. So, while we've divided the task to create the event, Each one of us is going to be sharing this across our social media channels, our owned channels. We're going to do some paid media around this. We've agreed to split all of those costs three ways. Like these are the things that you really need to discuss to make sure that no one is left feeling like they got burnt.
0: I think it absolutely 100% has to be an equal exchange of effort
2: and willingness for it to succeed. Yeah. And I think there's uh, so much value in having those, you know, those conversations when we first start out rather than, you know, waiting till that point where someone starts to feel like, mm, actually not sure this is working for me, you know, just being really upfront and also being okay with if we reach out and we create a connection, but then whatever we plan to do, doesn't actually go ahead. That's okay too. Maybe the point was just having that connection and that something will happen further down the track, but not forcing ourselves to do something that doesn't feel aligned. But, you know, sometimes we get stuck in our heads in business of if an opportunity comes our way, we think, well, we've got to take every single opportunity because of whatever story we're telling ourselves, right? And then we end up burning out or just being really frustrated or having way too much on our plate so that when the opportunity that is actually aligned comes around, we don't have the time for it or we we can't fit it into our calendar. So yeah, it's really important to have those really kind of straight, honest conversations to start with and set not only boundaries, but also expectations so that we're all pulling our weight and we're all just as motivated and excited as each other because ultimately the end product or the end event experience for the people who are there are going to be a reflection of how excited we are and how much we've actually put in of our energy and our commitment.
1: Yes, I think in business, it's less about how much you work and more about where you put that time like really I say this all the time but strategy is about choices it's just as much about what you don't do as what you do do and I think that if you look at the most successful entrepreneurs it's that they chose to focus their energy and their time in the right places and so by saying yes to everything and letting our ego go oh but she she asked me, she wanted me take over, then exactly as you said, Shah, we actually, we run out of capacity to do the things that would really move the needle on our business.
0: Absolutely. I think we got really not lucky. But like I said earlier, if you don't ask, you don't get. And I think you, I'm quite strategic in a lot of things. and, And across all my businesses, I'm not on social media, just fluffing about You know, I actually pay attention to who I connect with and who I'm speaking to. And I am very conscious in my conversations that I have that they are people that light me up people that align with my values people I go oh shit yeah I want to work with her like I think that's a skill that gets greater and greater doesn't it the longer you're in business because you're in marketing right Mia so you know you need to be (laughs) attracting those right people to you at all times so and I loved that at the very beginning one of the first things we all sort of said was well what are you hoping to get out of this state what's our objective and we were all very much on the same page with that so that was amazing.
2: Yeah, and I think we don't talk enough about how our interactions need to be really intentional because we feel like we need to just answer every question and be everything for everybody. And I think that's where we get so often kind of caught up in, I guess, diluting what we have and what we can offer. When we can be really strategic about who we interact with, it feels like it's being the opposite of generous. But the way I see it is like your energy and your message and your connections are therefore more potent. They're very intentional. If you surround yourself in business with people who align with your values and align with your message and but also can complement your work, it builds a really strong foundation. And, you know, often we have this idea that Yeah, we just have to be everything for everybody. And I've found that as a business owner, it's been quite difficult for me at times to pull back from different social interactions that I had, whether that's online or in person, by the way, on socials and all of that, but connections that were absolutely not serving me, that were draining my energy, that were draining my capacity. But also in a way, you know how when you're with people who inspire you, It drives you to kind of think differently to, you know, you'll have more interesting conversations. You'll have that person who will, I don't know, recommend a book or a particular podcast or someone that will actually move your business forwards. And I feel like if we are really committed to our business, we need to really fully understand that we are our business, that everything and everything that we do, every interaction we have, we need to keep our values in mind and our focus in mind. And I know that sounds a little bit like, well, what do you do for fun? But you know what? We need to bring the fun into everything that we do. And I feel like business is an aspect where we kind of, we forget that. We want to bring fun into other areas of our life, but we feel like we have to be so serious about our business because it matters so much to us. But when we can actually get really super intentional about how we do business and bringing that fun into it, but also being really smart about it. That doesn't make us bad people and it doesn't make us like hard ass business minded. It just makes us really smart and effective at what we do. So I think that's something to bear in mind when we consider interacting with others, but also taking a day out to focus on our business.
1: Oh, woman, I could hear you talk all day. This is amazing. (laughs) This is just filling my cup in a way that I like, honestly, I'm so grateful for this conversation because yeah, just, I don't know. It just feels very, very aligned with everything that I feel. Yeah. I I have my husband. He's not in business. He's a helicopter pilot and he's like oh you're always working like you know don't you ever want to break like what are you working for and it's like I fucking love it oh my god (laughs) I love it it's fun it's creative I'm meeting these interesting people I'm doing these interesting things and yeah I'm charting my own path here Honestly, I spend Sunday afternoons writing articles
0: because I want to, because I have to, because I want it. to. <laughs> That's me I constantly saying that. I'm like, I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> I like, I never really have. You know, like some people are passionate about a sport or I've never really had that. My work has always, and I said it to my friends, I'm like, oh, I just feel like a bit of a loser because I, really, I don't really love anything. Like... <laughs> And I'm like, I love my work. That is my idea of a good time is getting work done, not that it's not work. And even going back to work after having kids, which is a whole other conversation, I felt like we so often feel like we have to say, oh, oh we need the money. <laughs> but I was like, actually, I really love working and that I wanted to go back to work because as much as I love being a mother, working was something else that filled my cup too. And by filling that cup, it enabled me to be a better mother. So totally vibing you too there, Mia.
1: Yeah. Well, my really one of my only hobbies outside of running a business is yoga. And we will be going to my yoga studio for this event. And it is the best yoga studio I think in the world. And I've travelled quite a bit of Australia because I've I've moved six times in eleven years, and I've tried all the different yogas. But Darwin Yoga Space is incredible, so I'm really excited for you, both of you, um, but for all of our participants to come and try this incredible Ayanga Yoga Studio.
0: So
2: excited. It sounds amazing. I remember just when you started talking about this yoga studio and you gave us a very brief description of it. And I was like, I want to move in. Like, yes, where, like,
1: <laughs> I'm in. Yes, there. Totally. Well, why don't we wrap this up by just sharing what are some of the key takeaways that attendees are going to get from each of our workshops?
0: Okay. Well, for me, I am going to be focusing on, as I said earlier, the foundations. So it's a little bit of dabbling, a little bit of everything in your face, (laughs) but not to overwhelm you, but to inspire you to maybe look at aspects of your business that perhaps you haven't fully immersed in yet, that could be some potential growth for you.
1: So good. So important. And I can't wait for this. I will be there with bells on. I am going to pick up from where Elsa leaves off and talk about my favorite thing in the whole world, which is marketing campaigns. And specifically, I want to focus on social media campaigns for this particular workshop because we don't have the whole day. We only have an hour. And I really want to talk about how to market your business on social media sustainably, because right now, social media is exhausting. It's incredibly fickle with all the changes that are happening with Instagram and their every video needing to now be in a vertical format, which of course doesn't work for any channel other than Instagram. So I really want the attendees to leave with some really actionable tips on how to get off the social media grind and create sustainable
2: marketing campaigns. That sounds amazing. For me, what I really want to help people do is always and forever to connect deep within their hearts and souls and figure out going so much deeper than just your why, but really finding and igniting that aspect of you that will never give up, that is so connected to who you are and why you do what you do, that you will always be able to find within yourself the courage to keep on going and that motivation because it's it's I want to say motivation it's not motivation it's just this deep knowing that you're here for a reason and that you owe it not just to yourself but to everyone to show up and to keep on showing up so how I'll do that I don't know I'm going to read the room I'm going to connect with everyone who's there and just do what I do best and just bring to you whatever deepest wisdom and insights you need to hear on the day so that's not dependent on what I think you need but really what we're all going to need on that particular day at that time
1: so so good all right so it's going to be in September on the what date did we decide Thursday the 22nd I think <laughs> Thursday the 22nd 10 a.m till 4 p.m We have an early bird price and then when those early bird tickets are gone, we go to a general pricing. You can get all the details from our event page, which I'm linking below in the show notes. And I just really hope that if you are a business owner in Darwin looking to make meaningful connections, walk away with actionable business tips and advice that you join us
0: amazing I can't wait to meet all these beautiful new faces can't wait to meet you (laughs) thank you for listening to the bossy bitch podcast I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group bossy bitch